Welcome back, everyone, to Common Sense Choices to episode number 23. We're starting a whole new series today, and I'm so excited because we're going to go on a trip together, you and I. We're hitting the road. Our next series will focus on traveling because many of you for the very first time in several years are going to be packing up and heading out to the wild blue yonder. And I can't wait for you to hear our guest speaker today and watch her pack. Oh, my goodness. But before we get started, I want to remind you that God has gifted you a beautiful box with a great big bow this week, and inside was 168 hours, 10,080 minutes that you could spend any way you want. Those are choices that you will make, and how you choose to spend that time will really determine the end result of your life. And so I thank you for making the choice of clicking play. In fact, speaking of choices, you're going to actually make 35,000 choices today. No wonder you're tired when you go to sleep. And you know what? I take it very serious that you have chosen to join us today. It may be your very first time. If it is, and you just accidentally stumbled in here, let me know it's your very first time. I want to welcome you. And if you're a veteran, maybe you've been with me all the way since December 2nd, 2021, let me know that as well. I think I'm gonna start this reward system that when you listen to all the episodes, like you get a badge or something, I'm gonna come up with something because so many of you have been messaging me and say, I haven't missed an episode or I went back and caught up some. And speaking of those episodes, let me just catch you up. Episodes one through four had to do with mental health coming out of COVID. Episodes five through seven dealt with physical health. Episodes eight through 16 was what does it truly take to work a business from home? Episode 17 is required listening for every woman in the world. And I will not quit talking about it until every woman in the world has listened. And that is from my functional and integrative doctor, Dr. Lena Edwards. And she is responsible for my good health. And episodes 18, 18 through 22 dealt with children, school choice, school boards, grandparents, and in case you missed it, episode number 21 with my friend Bet Pate is mobilizing 30 million Christian grandparents. And I'm telling you, it is quite inspiring because guys, if we want a better world, it's going to start with our own personal choices. And that is my mission of this podcast is to help you see that by improving yourself, you can improve the world. Well, I want you to like, comment, and share because that's what drives our podcast. Now, what kind of things should you comment? Well, maybe you could tell me some great trips you have planned since we're on the road with this episode, or maybe just tell me what you're doing while you're watching an episode or how many episodes you've watched. Every time that you comment, however, your name goes into a drawing. Every time you like, it goes into a drawing. And every time you share, it goes into a drawing. And so be sure to do that. Now, some of you may be listening on a platform that you can't comment, and that's okay. And if you're driving, for heaven's sakes, don't comment. Hands go at nine and three, eyes straight ahead, and just enjoy the conversation. Well, we always have a win winner from every episode because we choose a winner from your comments. So that winner will actually get a gift from lindatupin.com. And we have a little souvenir store over there with our mantra on it. Common Sense Choices is based on the mantra over behind my back on that seven foot piece of art. And say it with me. I am where I am by the choices I've made or I've allowed others to make for me. It's all about personal responsibility. If we want a different life, if we want things to be different, it all starts with the man or woman looking back at you in the mirror 
It's all a choice. And so we have some wonderful items over at lindatupin.com with that mantra on it. And one of those you'll see with my guest speaker today is our coffee mug with the mantra on it. You can have the little word choices in green or red or orange or, uh, or pink. And then also over at lindatupin.com, we have something very popular, which is our eight by eight canvas print. So be sure to check it out. These actually fit on the, you can hang them on the wall. They have a little hanger on them, but you can also get these little, you know, stands at Target or Hobby Lobby and you can set it. People send me pictures all the time of it in their classroom, in their offices. A lot of therapists are putting it in their offices as well. So that is a very popular item in addition to the coffee mug. And I'm excited to tell you that we have a brand new item over there and it's a little two and a quarter by two and a quarter kitchen magnet. And all of these are reasonably priced, but I do have good news for you today. Through the end of July, anyone who orders five, maybe you're offering them as a promotion, maybe you're offering them as a gift or a prize. When you, off, when you order five, of one item, use the promo code LT20, LT, like Linda Tupin, 20, and you'll get a 20% discount. So that's my good news for you today. Well, I am excited to announce our winner. She watched episode number 20. And if you remember, episode 20 was with Crystal Barr, who kind of got a little angry during COVID of what some things her school board was doing, and she decided to do something about it. She ran for school board and she won. And she's quite an encouraging speaker and will motivate you and inspire you as well. And during that episode, we had many comments and likes, but our winner, drum roll please, is Callie Hine. And Callie lives in Bryan, Mississippi. So congratulations, Callie. A gift is coming from lindatupin.com. And I'm excited to tell you we have a brand new sponsor. Oh my gosh, a man that I have known for over 20 years. You actually saw him in episode 12 as a work from home dad. He has some great advice for everybody who is working from home, but he has a wonderful technology service. You can find Curtis J. Hanna at curtis.pink. Or you can also find him on his website, uh, excuse me, his website is curtispink.pink. Uh, Curtis and his Facebook page is Curtis J. Hanna. And you're going to see in his little logo up there, it says creating confidence through experience. See, that's how you get better at something. Today, we're going to get better at packing, okay? The more you do it, the better you get. And so I don't know about you, but technology can cause people a lot of stress. In fact, me just using the word technology probably caused your blood pressure to go up just a little bit. There's probably a not a day that most people don't want to throw this phone or throw their computer across the room. And so one of the wonderful gifts that Curtis, our, our uh, services that he offers is he has, he will help you with your bug list. So just keep a little piece of paper by your computer. And every time you want to throw your phone because you don't know how to do something or something happens, just put it on Curtis's bug list. And when you've got a few things, you call him up. You can call him from his Facebook page. You can contact him through his website. And he will literally come into your phone, come into your computer, and you can watch him work. Or better yet, he can make you do it so that you can learn creating confidence through experience. Now, I did ask him, I said, what are some things you just did this week to help people? So he gave me a few things. I'm going to tell you a couple of things. He said last week, 
he taught someone how to make an email list in Gmail. Okay. There's people out there who probably don't even know you can make an email list in Gmail. So he showed them how to do that. Another thing that Curtis did is he showed a group of people. He will do group training as well. He showed a group of people how to post effectively on Facebook. You can post on Facebook, but posting effectively is a whole different, uh, you know, a, a ball game. So those are just a couple of things that he does. And he also has some wonderful classes on his website as well. And if you've ever been into any of my big programs over the past 40 years, he was responsible for all that technology. Whether your group is 100 or 5,000, he was the person behind the scenes. So maybe you're just needing someone to help you navigate through a virtual program, a Zoom program, or a program in person. So be sure and check out our sponsor. Well, we are excited about today. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about today. First of all, there is nothing in the world, people, that I love more than traveling. Like it is like so near and dear to my heart. And I'm so blessed to know this woman who loves to travel as much as I do. But I'm afraid to tell you, she is a lot more accomplished at packing than I am. But I want to tell you a little bit about her by something she wrote. And I think this will almost take your breath away. And I know you will be waiting with bated breath for her to show you how to pack like for two weeks in a carry-on. You heard me correctly. Two weeks in a carry-on. I know. Yeah. I've got a trip coming up where the place I'm going only allows 30 pounds of luggage. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I'm doing this episode like right now. Anyway, her name is Kendra Crisscross. I've known Kendra for a long time, but here's what she wrote. We were traveling in Italy, racing to make a connection in the Florence airport, heading to Rome. When I noticed a fellow traveler pushing a luggage cart piled high with six suitcases, not one, not two, but six. I glanced at him and said, is that all yours? And he said, these are hers. Mine's over by the door. My husband looked at me and said these words, which changed my life. Please don't ever do that to me. I realized at that moment that my lack of preparation and my indecision choices was creating a burden for the man that I loved and traveled with. Since I could only manage one suitcase at a time, it had reduced our efficiency and our flexibility. I resolved at that moment to be intentional, intentional, good word, deliberate and organized on the front end of a trip, making certain that everything I needed could fit in a 22 inch carry on bag. All right. Are you getting excited? I am. We have traveled through more than 34 countries and it has been a joy focusing on the beauty and experience around us instead of what we packed or what we didn't pack. Sharing the simple formula for traveling light. Sharing the simple formula for traveling light brings me great joy, knowing that we can explore this magnificent world without dragging along all the old baggage. And here is a quote. This world is a glorious book, and those who never travel only read one page. Are you ready to meet my guest speaker today? I am. Would you please welcome to the screen, Miss Kendra Chris Cross. Hey, girl, I didn't talk 
leg. <laughs> well, Kendra, I have my hat. I have my sunscreen. Oops, wait on. And I have my passport. I think I'm ready to travel wherever you're going to take me today. <laughs> uh, you need your visa card. Oh, I didn't need a visa card. This is just extra. Buy it when you when, <laughs> You just came back from a big trip. What's this big trip that you just took? We did. We did. We traveled in three countries. We were in Switzerland, Germany, and Austria, tracing our Anabaptist heritage. We have a an Amish and Mennonite background. So we traced where we started. We were gone for 15 days in our 22 inch and literally I came home, washed the clothes, laid them out. This is what I took to Europe and we were gone for 15 days. So uh, nobody asked me to leave because I wasn't dressed appropriately. Uh, and it's just a joy to do this. Well, Kendra, I am so impressed, first of all, that you traced your roots. I mean, that you inspired me. I, I, I When we talked the other day, getting ready for this, I said, I need to trace my roots like that. That sounds fun. So you actually traced back to the people that came to America? Some of them. There are, of course, eight families with Bob and me, uh, you know, our two sets of grandparents. But um, yeah, the uh, Swiss Brethren and um, the Amish and Mennonites began in the Switzerland, Alsace-Lorraine, France, and Southern Germany, Bavaria area. And to see what they went through for their faith, I it was compelling to say, would I do, would I do that myself? Would I be willing to risk my life? We actually hiked up through a forest in Bavaria to um, a cave where they would meet to worship. And I, I looked at Bob and I said, please forgive me for complaining where we park at church because it isn't close enough to the sanctuary. Oh my goodness, it was an awakening. And then uh, the Amish and Mennonites are, are amazing acapella singers. The men sang Faith of Our Fathers. We took communion in that cave and it was life altering. So, um, very honored to have that as part of our legacy. Yeah. Oh, Kendra. Okay. I am inspired, inspired already. Well, let's see what it looks like to pack in that piece of luggage. You got it. Let's go. All right. Well, welcome to your wardrobe for the next 15 days. Everything that you see here will fit into this carry-on. And um, this is what I have found in our amazing travels, is that there are two kinds of travelers, those who travel light and those who wish they had. So <laughs> let's get started. Let's start, first of all, understanding that most of the uh, packing challenges happen on this side of the airport. It happens right here in your bedroom, your dressing room, dining room table, wherever it is. So the first thing that I like to start with is your gear. This is a 22 inch, uh, doesn't matter the brand, but it must be a roller, it must be a swivel, and it should be no more than eight pounds. If you can get a five or six pound one, that's even better. Because after everything is packed, you don't want this to be more than 25 pounds, so that it can fit into an overhead. 
The joy of having something like this is that you are, uh, we never check our luggage ever. So we never pay for that. It never gets lost, broken, or stolen because it's always with us. It gives us flexibility when we get to the airport. If there's a, a quick change and we've got our luggage with us, we are going to be bumped onto that flight faster than someone who has already checked his or her baggage. So having the right gear is really important. The second thing is be intentional about your wardrobe. So when you are beginning to get ready for a trip, what I like to do is select clothes that are done, not require a lot of care, that are going to look good when you take them out of the suitcase. You don't have to require an iron or anything like that. And the third thing is start being intentional about building a wardrobe so that your clothes mix and match. I find that a lot of us uh, buy patterns because that appeals to us, but solids are so critical when putting this whole thing together. Um, I think Rick Steve is the one that said, you can um, happy, heavy, cheap, choose two. <laughs> so when you're traveling, um, happy, heavy, not yourself, your luggage, happy, heavy, or cheap, choose two. So here we go. This is what I start with. I lay it out. Have a conversation sometimes with our clothes. Hey, you guys, we're going to go on this extraordinary trip. It's going to be amazing, and you get to go. All the guys in the suitcase don't get to go. I try to take as few of things as I possibly can. So let's start with the basics. In the back, um, in uh, this little place, are your intimates, your underwear. The intimates go in there. My deodorant goes in there. I take a downy wrinkle-free, and if I'm flying, that of course has to go in my little zippered bag, but if I'm driving, that goes right in there. A little shout stick goes in there. And then rain gear. You can take an umbrella if you want to. Uh, make sure it's a really, really small one, but I, I have lapsed into these. This is a $1 poncho that you can get, guess where, Dollar Tree, or this is a, uh, a raincoat that fits into a little zippered thing. This is my preference. I like that one. It's a little bit more stylish than the um, plastic one is. Next are my cosmetics. This is the truth. I, <laughs> um, I do 11 steps before I even put on color, and all 11 steps are right here, morning and night. Uh, there's no reason to take a full-size anything unless you're going for a year. And then I have my uh, shampoo and my conditioner in here as well. Yes, so everything fits nicely right in there. A Ziploc with cotton balls and Q-tips, and if I'm gone for seven days, then I take 14 Q-tips and 14 cotton balls. I know you're thinking, oh, that she's a little bit too deliberate, maybe, but here's the deal. I'm not going to take even a cotton ball more than I need, and if I've run out of a cotton ball, I would use a Kleenex, of course, but uh, two for each day, morning and night. That slides in there as well. Next is, are my hair care products. I do have shampoo and conditioner in those little ones. And then 
Here is a uh, travel size hairspray, the styling deals that I use, and uh, my curling iron, a little midget that fits right in there as well. This has been a lifesaver for me, putting all of my wires into a see-through bag. So I've got my headset in here, my uh, converter if I'm going to another country, everything I'm going to need to charge up. I'm going to slip it over here for just a moment. And then lastly is my jewelry. So I would like you to think about this. The goal is to go casual and light. So I don't need a different pair of earrings with every one of those deals. I have a pair of gold earrings and I put it in a gold um, gauze bag. I have a pair of silver earrings. I put that in a silver mesh bag. I have a pair of um, blue and aqua earrings that go in this one and a pair that have a little bit of orange in it go in this one. So four pair of earrings. And then two necklaces. I hardly wear necklaces uh, when I'm traveling. I don't like call. It's not about calling attention to yourself. It's about focusing and being intentional about this extraordinary experience that we're having. But I did acquiesce and put a gold, a long gold necklace and a long silver necklace in here as well. So all of that fits nicely in the top. Here are the show pieces of the trip. Here we go. I started with three pair of, of, um, of pants. These are gray leggings. I roll them up, slide it right in here. I have a pair of leopard and they've got gray and white and a little bit of camel. They go right next. Then I have a pair of jeans. I'm a little tired of looking at these since I've worn for the last 15 days, but everything is clean and going right back here in the suitcase. Next is a pair of shorts, again in blue, and I roll it up, pack it in here. A pair of leggings. These can be sleepwear, it can be workout wear, or it can be, they can be casual with any number of these tops, but that is sliding in there as well. Linda, do you have any, any questions or comments as I'm moving along here? I'm so impressed. I'm just sitting here going, dang. Right. The skincare, I mean, I've never not traveled with my full bottles. I mean, like, you know, when you said, okay, the luggage is eight pounds, you're going for 24. That only gave you 17. I'm like, I think that would be my full size bottles of skincare. <laughs> okay. Keep going. Keep going. I'm just okay, impressed. I have two camisoles. You can see that they go with everything. And what, I, what you'll find is that when you're traveling, it's so wise to layer. Instead of taking big, bulky, heavy coats. Um, so I take two sleeveless tops like these. And I'm of the age that um, I wear less and less sleeveless tops. So I have those in there that can be under one of these open shirts or just added as insulation. There are four long sleeve shirts that go. A regular, um, you say chambray? If it's, a, if it's, if it's, looks like a jean, do you know? 
Sounds good to me. <laughs> and then this is this is long sleeve as well, but it picks up that animal print. It's a soft gray, and it'll go with all three of those outfits. I've worn it. Um, there's a lot going on, but I wore it with the leopard pants. And I wear it with the gray jeans and with the blue jeans as well. That slides right in there. Next is a long sleeve top about down to here. And this is in blue and black. So it goes nicely with everything except the leopard pants. Okay, so Kendra, I do have a question. Are the fabrics yeah. are the fabrics of those tops cotton or are they a blend? I mean, if it's summertime, they're almost gonna have to be linen, aren't they? Or cotton? No, it's a I would never take linen on a on a trip. Um the I don't even have linen. I have linen that has a uh, a blend, but the, I don't know if I can say this. I go to Chico's and wait till they're on sale. They have the most extraordinary no iron, and these look so crisp. So when I take them out at night, um, what I'm going to wear, put it on the hanger and then spray it with downy. It looks as though somebody had just ironed it. It looks wonderful. So you're spraying it with the downy? With this downy wrinkle release. Okay, I've never owned that before in my life. I need to buy that. Yes, you can get that um, online or you can get it at Target. Okay, I have three short sleeve shirts. They go with everything. And again, I found that rolling is the most efficient way. And when the clothes are dirty, and you're not gonna wear them again after I've worn it two or three times, each outfit has to be worn two or three times or it doesn't get to go. It just doesn't get to go on this trip. This one is uh, plain, very, very simple. Goes with all of the pants. By the end of the trip. But, but something like that with a necklace and beautiful earrings could be very elegant. I mean, you could go to dinner Thank in you. that. <laughs> Thank you. Then um, I take a sweatshirt cute little sweatshirt that again goes with everything except the leopard. This fits in here nicely. This is a dress. And um, it's so fun to slip on with a pair of sandals and a little wrap for the evening and there you go. This is what it looks like so far. Are you able to see that okay? Yes, yeah. yes, we can see it, yes. yes. Okay, a hat, of course. I told you about my skincare, then I have, um, there's enough skincare in there for about 25 applications out of each one of those little dots. Then I have my brushes, my color compact, and mascara and correctors fit right in there. Hair care, like we had mentioned before. Here's the rest of that hair care. I have a little uh, crossbody bag that I can use as an evening bag if I want to, when I don't want to carry very much. And this is cool. This is a collapsible bag that if I decide that I, there's something that just has my name on it and has to go home with me 
and will not fit in the suitcase. I can unfold this, it has a zipper, and then I can carry it with me and put it under my seat on the airplane. It's now time for shoes. And um, I take three pairs of shoes. I take a pair of sandals, a pair of wonderful flats, and a pair of significant walking shoes. Into each one, you first of all, of course, put your, put your sock or whatever you're gonna, yeah, your socks, put them uh, head to toe, and then a disposable shower cap. Keeps these dirty shoes from touching your wonderful clothes. Just like that, it's awesome. All right, this fits in here beautifully and the sandals. Now, if you're a boot wearer, and I know, Miss Tubin, you love to wear boots. When you're traveling, you wear your heaviest clothes. So instead of packing your boots, if you want to take boots, wear them. Wear them yes. on the so that they don't have to go into. Well, I, I was, I was going to say, as you were talking, like my sweatshirt, I would take on the plane, unless you have something else you're taking on the plane. My I'm heaviest so glad you, so glad you asked. This is a, um, it's a long sweater and it folds up beautifully. It, it really pulls an outfit together. And um, I wore this the whole way home from Frankfurt, Germany to South Bend, Indiana, and didn't want to take it off one time because, of course, we were not outside. We were racing through airports. But it, it works beautifully in, um, it rolls up as well. Well, now, uh, what, what is your, what, that's your carry-on that goes overhead, but you can have a small tote or a purse under your seat. That was my cue to bring up the carry-on, <laughs> the tote. <laughs> How perfect. We should go into business together, I tell you what. You could. <laughs> um, this slides in here nicely. This one is a pashmina or a poncho that just, you just throw over your shoulders. I like to put that in there as well. And then my real purse that goes with everything that I had in there will fit in here as well. And that has all the things that your purse normally has. Of course, this is where the wires go. And then because you really don't know with this whole COVID deal, um, I take an assortment of masks with but I put them in this adorable little clutch that will work as a daytime or an evening clutch as well. Before I go on any trip, I put the entire itinerary, um, our tickets, our uh, rental car, where we're gonna be, everything that I get from the travel people, I just put it right in here keep it right inside here. And so it's never, where's my ticket? Where's our boarding pass? Where it's all right in there. One of the most important things, you can see that as we are traveling, this, I didn't, didn't extend this. This is not, you know, all puffed up. There is room in there for a few things that I may want to purchase. So when I go, it is this, with this guy on the top 
and I can go just about everywhere. But I learned a Pardon? You're not traveling with a laptop. I'm not. It would fit in here, and you okay. pull it out the security if you needed to. Okay. Okay. Here's something that that I learned. I go to Trader Joe's and buy their dark chocolate almond candy bars. You get three of them for a dollar eighty-nine. I used them all up and uh, we don't have a Trader Joe's in Goshen. So uh, this is my pretend candy bar, but I get three to six of those for every airplane that we are gonna board on our trip. I have them right inside the bag like this. After you scan your pass, you go down the jetway, the first person that you're gonna see is the lead flight attendant and she's the one that's doing the screening or he as to is this person fit to fly. They carry a lot of responsibility, the lead flight attendant. And theirs, for the most part, is a pretty thankless job. They're the ones that everybody fusses with. So I pull this out, I go over to him or her, hand it to that person and say, thank you for helping us to fly safe. I'll tell you what, the responses uh, run the whole gamut. It's it's just extraordinary. And frequently they'll say, oh, I'll share this with the rest of the crew. And I said, I brought one for everybody. And so as I go down the aisle, there's somebody, there's always a flight attendant. There are usually two up front. Then there's one in the exit row. Uh, and that's where we like to sit. So I hand that to her. And then I give her the second one or him and say, would you give this to the the person who's covering the rear because if you go back to that person then you're swimming upstream with everybody else loading this has made such a difference and i'll if i have a moment to tell a quick story i handed it to a flight attendant um, on the trip before this one and um she she just said thank you after we had reached flying altitude she came and knelt by my um, seat and her eyes just were flooded with tears. And she said, you don't know what your gesture meant to me. I was ready to give up this profession. The flight that we just ended, I told my second in command that this was gonna be my last flight. I had had it with the flying public. Nobody was appreciative. Everyone was demanding. People were rabid about masking or not masking, there were disputes happening in the seats. And she said, you gave me hope that um, the world is a better place. Anyway. Oh, um, oh my God. Kendra, you, you don't know that the episode that shows right before this one that I filmed this morning, we focused on school shootings and what we could do as a society to try to reverse our culture of just horror. And it all came down to what you just demonstrated, which is just be aware of the people around you and, and go the extra mile to be kind because you do not know what that person's burden is that particular day. I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> Me too. A dollar nine for three of them at Trader Joe's. <laughs> and um, they become priceless.
absolutely priceless. I was flying around the house today. I said, Bob, I know we've got candy bars left. And he said, you made sure you gave them all out before, um, before we left because I had given some to the, um, the gate agent. They don't fly with us, but they're the ones that get the grief when a plane is late, you know that, or they close the doors and all of that stuff. And he said, you gave them all away. So, <laughs> well, now that we have worked so diligently at packing something that can go over your head, and you don't have to stand to, next to somebody who's stronger than you and ask him to please put it up for you. Um, I love the fact that when they're looking for volunteers that uh, Bob and I frequently have, have gotten those upgrades or vol volunteered for flights because we had our luggage with us. Um, when you come back from international flight, it's a, you don't have to go to the carousel and being in prayer the whole time that your suitcase is gonna be somewhere on that revolving carousel. But now that we've worked so hard, so hard at traveling light, can you imagine taking a brick and planning to take that with me? In fact, not just one brick, but two bricks. Wait a minute, I've got a third brick. And without even knowing it sometimes, we take these with us. This first brick, is a brick of procrastination. We, we'll do it later. Oh, I don't wanna to have to make a decision now about this. I'm just gonna do it later, do it later. And we begin carrying this through life. What about this one? The brick of comparison. Am I gonna have everything I need? Am I gonna look like everybody else? Am I doing this right? Or what about this one? The brick of unforgiveness just carrying that resentment with you wherever you go. Somebody said one time that unforgiveness is a lot like drinking poison, hoping the other person will die. And uh, unforgiveness can do that. But instead, how much smarter, how much smarter would it be that instead of taking this old brick of procrastination that we pack a feather instead. And the feather's name is consistency or intention. We'll leave the brick at home, thank you very much. Or what about this one? Comparison, that old comparison game. If we work diligently at developing a healthy self-image, No need for the brick of unforgiveness when, or resentment when we choose to walk through life with an attitude of grace and mercy, realizing that, yeah, we're talking about ourselves when we begin um, pointing fingers. And so, my friends, I would say to you, the world is yours. Travel light and enjoy the trip. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that was so beautiful. I don't even have words to say. <laughs> well, I now know Kendra how to pack for my trip when they said my luggage can't be more than 30 pounds. I'm embarrassed. 
that I didn't think I could do it. <laughs> yes, you can. You absolutely can. You absolutely can. I, I believe, this is what I believe. I believe anybody can start a diet in the middle of a bag of chips. So there you go. You can start a new, you can start a new traveling lifestyle with this next big trip. And it's going to be extraordinary, Linda. Thank you for inviting me to be part of it. Well, you have been a blessing to all of our viewers today and, uh, we will have them if they have questions for you we'll have them just put them in the comment section and i'll make sure that you see them and i know that kendra will be happy to answer any questions that you have and you have totally achieved my mission today of just being a bright shiny light to the world of travelers and now they'll have the courage to begin uh traveling again because some people haven't traveled now in a few years and i remember the first trip i took back last year thinking i think i forgot how to go on a trip so you have been the perfect antidote to all of that and so for all of you who are watching common sense choices thank you for being part of our audience be sure and comment and join us next week as we continue our series of on the road i have made a list of all the things that have helped me in booking flights in traveling because most of you know that i travel out west without a reservation just to see what i can find but there's a lot of preparation in that that makes sure that i keep myself stay safe so i'll be sharing a lot of those tips with you all kendra thank you again i've got my hat i'm ready girl i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready okay <laughs> all right everybody thank you for joining us the common sense choices and we will see you next week